Hello and welcome to the Black Umbrella. Welcome. Welcome. Okay, guys, I have a riddle for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Two Are you ready, Frenchie? Ooh, I'm ready. Okay, okay, I just didn't know if he was ready. <laughs> you know, you didn't say that. You know, I didn't know if he was ready. I'm ready. Okay. Two girls ate dinner together. They both ordered iced tea. One girl drank them very fast and had finished five in the time it took the other to drink just one. The girl who drank one died while the other survived. <laughs> All of the drinks were poisoned. How did the girl who drank the most survive? Okay, run that down for me. We'll do it one again. More time, yeah. One more time. Two girls ate dinner together. They okay. both ordered iced tea. One girl drank them very fast and had finished five in the time it took the other to drink just one. The girl who drank one died while the other survived. All of the drinks were poisoned. How did the girl who drank the most survive? She didn't get no ice in it. The poison is in the ice. Bless. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. The poison was in the ice, but the girl who drank her drink slowly died because the, the ice, ice melted. melted. Ah. Hey, wow. I was just, the only re- the only reason I kind of got that was just because I thought that time when we went to Bamboo, was it Bamboo Kitchen? Oh, yes. And yes. They, Bamboo had, kitchen. they had Thai. Oh, and they, they wouldn't let us get no fucking ice. ice. It was 50 it cents was, or something for wait, ice. Yes, <laughs> you guys. Ice, it was 50 cent more. I just want to say that our anniversary for Bamboo Kitchen was like a week ago. Oh. Like it came up on my Snapchat story of us like in our, our soups and like all of our different uh, things. And I was we like, gotta oh go back. my God, it, <laughs> it was, was so a good. year ago. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Time I, really I know it does. But yeah, they were charging ice. Yeah, so if you wanted ice, it was 50 cent more. I said, well, you and gotta you be damned. You can't have Thai iced tea with Without no ice. ice? Right. Some milk. That doesn't like make it <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? So guess who we did? 50 cents more. <laughs> we all got that iced tea. We gotta go back. We do. You're we right. We really do. They had the pictures of the celebrities. They had Kobe, I think. And oh, somebody yeah. Had. Matt Barnes. It was so random. It was, mm-hmm. but it was good. At least you know the name of the restaurant because I forgot it. So now that you got it, I'm going to lock it in. Oh, I have right. it bookmarked in my Yelp. Okay, cool. Bamboo I Kitchen. We it. going. Mm-hmm. Y'all should try it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That glass Ooh, noodle that soup glass. is so good. Oh, yeah. Okay. But they don't sponsor us, so we're going to stop talking about them. <gasps> so shut up. Ooh, shit. <laughs> who? <laughs> Bamboo who? Give us a free meal and free ice and maybe we might say something. Right. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Well, wow. bam, that was the riddle. That was the riddle. Now, the word of the day is culminate. Ah, okay. I know that. So <laughs> we did this. We all did we this. We all did this. Yeah, shit. yeah, we know this. Culminate. <laughs> um, it's a verb. It means to reach the highest point, summit, or highest development. Uh-huh. Who has a sentence for me? Mm. Anyone? My oh oh uh, go ahead okay I'm ready yeah yeah, yeah. wait okay. well oh. my um my culmination from middle school was bittersweet because I was salutatorian and not valedictorian but they made me share my spot of salutatorian with this girl who GPA was like point one lower than mine 
and she was crying about it and she was like oh, wow. but like i'm there like and she was, she was really annoying i was i was her name was alexis and oh, um alexis i think girl. so <laughs> and she was like i'm only point one away and they're just like okay well do you mind sharing the spot and i was like i do mind because <laughs> i like well it's mine like what are you talking about point one that made that makes a difference that point one is me right i'm that point one Yes. So at the end of the day, they made her sit down and and and, and get hers on the side because they gave her hers to make her mm-hmm. feel special. Uh-huh. But I got to say the speech. I got to give the speech. That's to the, not how the world. Okay. Works. That's not how that's it works, really though. Good. I'm still mad to this day. That was my spot. <laughs> I did not want to share with nobody else. <laughs> I was pissed and I was mad because I was already like a couple under valedictorian, and I know Taylor got valedictorian, and I was like, oh yes. Go Taylor, because I was always her number one um, cheerleader. But I'm salutatorian was not cool because I had to share that shit with a bitch whose GPA was lower than mine. So it didn't make any sense. If y'all know a girl named Alexis who has ever been to sixth grade. (laughs) Well, ninth, right? Isn't it? You started. Oh, yeah. No, it is. No, you said six. Yeah, it's six. Because then what grade do you graduate middle school? Fifth. Ninth. No, which do you graduate middle school? Nine. No, eighth. Oh, girl. Okay. Nine well, it was. Well, it was middle school graduation. Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Here. I don't He's know. Confusing me. I am. Right. I, I, like, <laughs> I thought at first I thought the story was you. You was graduate graduating. middle school eighth grade. Okay, so it was my eighth grade graduation. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I thought you meant you were going into into middle school. Oh no, this was leaving. a middle. No, I was okay. leaving and going to high school. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. So if y'all know a girl named Alexis who who has ever been to eighth grade, let her know. We on the She's stupid. <laughs> She's stupid and she a baby for crying about that shit because she didn't get that shit. Ooh. It was mine. And a, ooh. Okay. Ooh. Period. Poo. Okay. My sentence. <laughs> um, I cannot wait to culminate from this journey I'm on in life right now. Oh, yes. Mm. I'm ready to graduate into something better. Uh, same, girl. Something different. I'm loving energies and vibes. I'm with yeah. it. Yes. Well, my sentence is kind of similar. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait for me and all of my friends to culminate into better versions of ourselves with more money and no <laughs> problems. <What>? Yes. <laughs> It's only a thousand dollars. Well, I'll take it. Charges the card. <laughs> Thank you, Jeffrey. The car. <laughs> Where is my slippers? <laughs> I don't touch the floor without slippers. Rust pedals. Come on. Right. The lady uh. is supposed to be here at six to do my facial. It's five fifty-five. I expect her to be here now so that she's not late. Because if she comes at six, she's late. Because mm. being on time is, is late. late, and being early is being on time. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm paying her late. too much money. Don't come. Right. <laughs> For my avocado facial. Avocado, <laughs> avocado facial. Avocado facial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, welcome to the new week, guys. Um, what are you paying debts to this week? Anybody have anything specific? I do. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. I'm paying desk to live action films on classic uh, Disney movies. Well, well, there it is. That's yeah, it. There it is. 
Because I did go, finally, guys, I went to see The Lion King. Okay? Uh. It wasn't very king-like, but mm. I went to see The Lion King, and that was that. I mean, it really was done, and it was done animation, beautiful. Live action, it was. That's exactly what it was, and that's exactly why it wasn't authentic to its true self, its true form, its true comedy and humor. Um, voice acting lacked in most actors that were in lead roles. Um, the only people who really shined were Timon and Pumbaa. Hmm. So in shout Zazu. out in Sazu. You meant like amazing. And Scar. Scar did wonderful. Scar was amazing as well. So Timon, Pumbaa, Zazu, Scar. Those are the people who deserve the awards. And everybody else just, you know, they were there. Their presence was there. Their voice was definitely there. There was no acting going on in it. Mm. So They were just talking. They were just, yeah. So that was that. Was that. That's my pay it desk. I like my originals. There are some live actions like Maleficent that. Oh, my God. So amazing. Don't even talk to me about Maleficent. The second one is on its way. It's amazing. Yes, That's done wait. beautifully. Mm-hmm. But it's also, they've got all the fairies and whimsical and like, you know. They made this one so, like, live action. Yeah. It was like, you couldn't even recreate some of the amazing animated scenes. Because yeah. it, just, it's it's, it's, it's it wasn't it. That yeah, wasn't it. It's so. animals. There's no way you can do a live action with animals. Yeah. And make them put on, like, hoot skirts and build, and <laughs> oh, yeah. build, build giraffe you castles. Know. You know, the, the little tower thing? Like, all yeah. the giraffes and everything was standing on top. Like, yeah, mm. it's just certain things you can't recreate. And I'm gonna just sometimes say this. that makes it lose the magic. No, yeah. And I'm gonna say this last thing: Can you feel the love tonight was done was done during the daytime? <laughs> and I was very b- disturbed and bothered by that oh, <laughs> because man. what is that? It's an iconic scene in the movie. We all know it. They roll around the grass and the stars and all that stuff. It was fully bright, sunny, <laughs> rose petals and butterflies and whatnot just out. So I was like. It's bright, and there's talking about Kenny for the love tonight. I'm like, baby, it looks like it's you know, afternoon ish. <laughs> not even you're not even rolling into the evening. It's mm-hmm. like totally just afternoon. Mm-hmm. So that was that. Mm-hmm. I'm paying us to that. Anybody else? Ooh, yes, I am paying dust to snitches in my apartment. Snitches. Not on me, okay, but, like, every month or whatever, like, they send around this little, like, newsletter on all the doors and stuff like that. Um, And on this newsletter, it was like, this complex is a non-smoking complex. And basically saying that someone, somebody in the building has been snitching on people on the, they specifically said the third and fourth floors mm. and was like somebody has been smoking on their balconies or in their houses or whatever uh-huh. in their apartment i mean so yeah i'm paying just some snitches leave the people alone with it with us with that little that ain't bit got nothing to do ain't none of your business they pay rent just like you okay okay you and just if they're call on me their asking. balcony if a show ain't going nowhere to where you are unless you got your window open. You know what somebody's grandma it. snitching to. But then just close You know what somebody's window. grandma. My babies, is. they smell smoke coming down. And we don't like that. That's not good. 
You know, that's not good for our community. I live in space. You know, that's the grandmas. They, they'd mm-hmm. be mad about it. That's the young true. people and like, they'd be like, whatever, do yeah, your thing, bro. Like, eh, don't disturb me, you know. As long as you ain't smoking in my house, in my apartment or whatever, we good. Yeah. I don't care if you're doing it in yours. So, yes, snitches. They get stitches. Mm. Anika? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay dust to this heat. It just makes it really uh. uncomfortable to do anything ever in life. Mm. Sleep. Walk, sit, <laughs> stand, <laughs> stand. Mm. <laughs> just be. I mean, yeah, just being just is really being. hard. It's just breathing is even too hot because your breath is just warm hot. and adding more heat to I the know. room. And you just want to be able to walk around naked, but then yeah. when you have no breeze, there's no point. Because yeah. I'm just sitting in heat. It's just there's no breeze. Hot. I mean, it's just a shame. Reduce, reuse, recycle. We have 18 months to live, basically. <laughs> <laughs> So, we got a pay of dust from one of our listeners today, from Joanna. Yeah, and she Diana. said that she would like to pay dust to her dad frying chicken <laughs> in this 80-plus degree weather. <laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> I mean. What? Stop it, Kim. You know what? But sometimes whenever you're hungry and you want that one thing. You really but will go to the ends of the earth. He told her to open it. all the windows like it was going to make it better. <laughs> like, you're, like, you're huh? frying chicken. It's already hot in the house. And you tell me to just just crack the window a little bit. Right. You know? Just, you know. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> to let the heat from outside? Right. Inside? Come inside? You want me to add heat <laughs> to the heat that's already in here? Oh, man. It don't make a difference. No. That's three types of heat. Thank you for paying dust with us this episode, Joanna. Damn. Damn. That's funny. (laughs) Now, I'm going to kick off the Liquor Lane segment today. We have two Two. wines, as usual. And I'm going to read off the one that is currently being drank. Drank? Drunken? Drank. 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 Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Drunken? <laughs> Drunken wow. drink. Ooh, this is who they let into a master's program. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> we have Menage Trois Decadence. It is a 2016 Cabernet Sauvignon from California. Okay, it's luxurious, rich, and seductive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Indulge in Menage Trois Decadence. A deliciously opulent and full-bodied Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, my body. Rich cherry and voluptuous blackberry flavors with aromas of dark chocolate. Mm. Oh, hello, word of the day. Culminate. Mm. Come on. Boom. And a smooth finish that leaves you wanting more. Mm. Mm. More. 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 Mm. Uh. Well, have you tasted? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Let me take another sip. Mm. We're doing the swish. I'm swishing. I've tasted too. Sniff and the sip. I'm not liking your face. (laughs) Berries and cream. Berries and cream. I'm getting a little, um, it's tart. I mean, it's tart. It is tart. It's tart. It It is tart. But it's good. It's tart. It's tart. It's tart. It is tart. <laughs> I mean, mm. shit. It's like 
a it's raspberry. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, like a, a ooh, it, it's pungent. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, tart. Hmm. It's cool. Yeah. I'm going to get through it. I mean, it's okay. a, a decadent. It, it's no, decadent it's no may not be the word for it. <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> it's no 14 hands though oh, no, 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 nowhere no, no, near no. 14 ball sex <laughs> but, but I mean it's tart it's tart <laughs> Jesus mm. yeah it kind of tastes like raspberries mm. and then our other wine is gnarly head yeah <laughs> some white guy Cabernet Sauvignon I'm not gonna read none of the back of it, but you know, uh, we'll let y'all know what we think whenever we get yeah, to it. How we about that? We ain't get there yet. So. We ain't gonna get there yet. So you know, you don't know. Gnarly head, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, Frenchie, for the birds, it's all you, baby. Kick it off for us. Got to kick it up. <laughs> Excuse me. Got to kick it up. Ah, <laughs> It means yes, I can. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wish I had Letty. Wasn't that one of her names? Yes. yes. Ah! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Give it wow. to me, Disney history. Uh. Okay. So, there's been some real foolishness going on this week. A lot of foolishness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> rolls and rolls of foolishness. Yeah. Exactly. So much foolishness. So, well, do a little scrolling. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think this came out yesterday um and so there's this model her name is carissa pinkston um some past like comments and tweets and things like that that she made about transgender people surfaced you know people they go and they look and they find right and so uh you know people were coming to her confronting her about it and her response to that was to not say sorry i was wrong I need, you know, I'm a better person now. You know, she didn't do that. She said, hey, you can't be mad at me. I'm transgender. Mm-hmm. And then her family and friends promptly came out it's and sick. was like, no, this bitch that not. girl is not. <laughs> trans. What are you? Not what? No, she's, she's not. She's not a part of the trans community. She no, is totally she is sick. Not. She lied about being trans. Cisgendered. Exactly. Completely. And so then today, she had to come out and admit that she lied about being transgender. Mm-hmm. But what else did she say? She said, she said that, she well, in a way, I do feel trans. <laughs> because <laughs> she used to stuff her bra. Yes, mm. because she used to stuff her bra. But toilet tissues. Apparently... Yes. That makes you, in some way, as she put it, uh, feel transgender if you stuff right. your bra, according to her. Like, honey, knock, knock. That's not, that's not, that's what? Not that's, not that's insecurity speaking through your front door, baby. Yeah, that yeah. is <laughs> that has nothing to not, do no. with. This is you, a woman, or like, you know, a, a, a young girl, right? Mm-hmm. Stuffing your bra right. to make it, you know, to make it look you have bigger, like, you know, bigger boobs and stuff. In what way does that translate to wanting to be trans? trans? I mean, not not wanting to be trans, but to being trans. trans. I just want to know what was in her head whenever she realized she was coming under fire for these past transphobic comments that she made in May of 2019. This is recent. Yeah, it yeah. was recent. They're like, back yeah. in May. I'm like, back in May? May was... Mm-hmm. What? That was just a couple months That ago. was yesterday, baby. <laughs> like, you know, back in May 2019, she made transphobic comments mm-hmm. while she was still booking shit. Let's mm-hmm. start there. Yes. 
And for her to feel like now that she's gotten caught up in these comments, your first thing that comes to your mind isn't to apologize for the comments. It's to say, well, I'm trans. I'm trans. Right. What? You can't be mad you at me. I was be, talking about me. You must be out your mind. You're out your mind. You're out your mind. That's what? That's like someone saying racist comments and right. then you coming to them and being like, well, I'm black. Where? Right. You right. are full on white. Well, I'm 0. 0.1, 0.12% black. Okay. That don't make no. 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 Never. No. Never. Bye. Never. It don't work. It's not clearance. <laughs> it doesn't give you the agency. Even if you were trans, it still doesn't give you the agency to say transphobic comments. Right. You know, like <laughs> even if you were trans, it's like, the, okay, so now she has a pass. She has a license. Like, no, she doesn't. No. no. Same shit. Yeah. Well, that's her people. Uh, I know. My people say bad things about each other all the time. The gays <laughs> and the blacks. So it's like. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, you don't you don't get to <laughs> you don't get to just try to Pass jump jump in to something so that right, you so don't, you don't have to face the backlash. You don't get to do that because you want to keep a few jobs in which you're losing them all still to this day. So, but how, how I think exactly. she got did, dropped did you, from her did you, modeling. Did you get the job? She probably did. I and think she, she did. And she's been booking like she's been booking things. She mm-hmm. has, but she got dropped. Yeah, yeah she yeah. got dropped. Mm-hmm. So it really stupid. didn't help you at all that lie. Just stupid. Mm. Just, just yeah, you know, just fess up to what you did, admit to what happened, and move and try to move on. Like that's all move, you can do. Move. Don't just put lies on top of lies, girl. Stupid. Oh Jesus. Okay. <laughs> now on to more foolishness. <laughs> well, as always, as every week, every day, every second, <laughs> the whites are at it again. <laughs> this time. They're coming for people that eat meat because, you know, the world is in such a devastated state. Devastating? Devastating state. Devastating state. Oh, my yeah. God. If we're gonna, the world's going to end tomorrow. No, honestly. Right. Literally. 18 and months, so they people are, you know, this white girl is like, if you still eat meat, you're just selfish because, you know, the the planet is so messed up and we messed everything up. So if you still eat meat, then uh, basically, like you, you just don't care. You're and you're adding fuel to like the fire that is burning the earth. Uh-huh. And um, so someone in response to that just kind of said that corporations tricked people into thinking that they're like individually responsible yeah. for the destruction of the planet, and that um. It's just funny that white people are always the ones that you usually see on the front line, kind of like trying to make people feel guilty about doing certain things because, well, look at the world. Look at what happened. Like, girl, you look at the world and look at what you You did. did. (laughs) Maybe not you personally. But you're a people. Yeah, but like (laughs) you're a people. Like colonization is you know, like, a huge factor in what's going on in the world right now because colonization, industrial... Industrialization. Oh, my God, I can't talk today. Industrialization. I get it out. I got it. Get it out. (laughs) Jeepers, creepers. Okay. And I just kind of want to get you guys gauge on that. Like, how do you feel about that? Um, Colonizers. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I feel feel a little indifferent. I feel Mm -hmm. like... Yeah. It's everybody. Like, mm-hmm. it is granted, like, white people, 
I feel like we always see white people saying things like that because, like, it's natural that in mass media, the opinion that you're going to hear the most is that of the whites, uh-huh. unless you are following everybody but the whites, i.e. Mm-hmm. me. 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 <laughs> so <laughs> I don't follow many white people on social media, so I don't really see much of what they have to say. But I do follow a lot of people of color on social media, and mm-hmm. I do see the same thing coming from my timeline about why are we still eating meat? Why aren't we using our mm-hmm. bodies as a temple? Why are we, you know, throwing them away and drinking alcohol? Why are we doing weed? Why are we doing like, well, drugs? What are you doing? I know. And it's <laughs> like, bruh, I'm not trying to live that holistic lifestyle, but I respect you and yours. Yeah. But I see that you're coming into mine because, like, you want to feel like you want to make a change because I'm doing something that's really affecting you. Whenever in, in reality, this shouldn't be affecting you what I'm doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're right. about your life and if you're about what you do and if you respect that, then respect, respect is respect is given. I mm-hmm. might want to take a shot. You may not. That's okay. We can still have a good time. <laughs> I may want to eat some good old red meat. You may be like, ill red meat. It don't matter. I'm still going to eat it. Like your opinion doesn't mean much to me, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold that much weight to me. But I'm then again, to some people, they like that confrontation. They like that. Well, why not meat? Well, why are you eating me? Well, like they just want to start something with you. And it's so good and so, so satisfying whenever you get into that space and you're like, okay, are you done? <laughs> cool. Thank you for your opinion. I'm you didn't have to finish cutting my steak now. Right? Would you like a slice? <laughs> oh, I didn't think so. But I still wanted to offer because I have manners. Okay? <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> But I definitely, I don't think it's just, I think it's just because mass media puts out a lot of white opinions that we're forced to always think of the world in like this Eurocentric way because it's always white people, white people, white people say this, white people say that. But it's like, in reality, everybody's saying it. Like a lot of people are saying it, not Mm. just white people. It's the fact that their opinions always put in our face because they are the majority of mass media. Mm -hmm. But things are changing. So, you know, things are changing for the better. And, yeah, I mean, I agree in some, not necessarily saying, like, oh, if you don't eat meat. I mean, if you eat meat, then you're, you're, you know, like, you're you're a terrible person and you don't (laughs) care about the world and you're contributing to the death of all of us. (laughs) Like, okay, that's, to me, that's, like, that's a little extreme. No, I'm saying. Damn girl. But um, I, just some steak. I mean, I think you know everyone can do a little something. Yeah, something like you know a little something extra that they don't do now. Oh yeah, which will help you know in their individual lives how they are impacting. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So like, if you if you eat meat, do you recycle? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, good. Like you're doing something. Like it's a balance. Right. <laughs> Life is a balance. It's gotta be exactly. a balance. You're doing good, baby. You go ahead, you eat that steak. <laughs> as long as you take that water bottle to the recycle. Well. <laughs> and moving on, Ariana Grande was facing some backlash over the past couple of days because she made a little joke. Jokey joke. Uh, a little bit of dark humor. Someone posted a photo of JonBenet Ramsey. Um, on the Globe magazine or newspaper, uh, on the cover saying that like an arrest has been made. If you guys don't know who John Benet Ramsey is, she was was a young child beauty pageant queen, and she was murdered, like violently murdered. And it's just this whole conspiracy on how did it happen, who did what, and all those types of things. It's a case that never got solved, and so 
this guy posts the cover with her with her picture on the front mm-hmm. and in the caption he just says uh no one has no one has done more covers or whatever mm-hmm. and then ariana grande comments and says i can't wait for this to be your halloween look and so the person responds and they say you know i'm working on it already oh. and so obviously she faced a lot of backlash from that because it's like you you can't wait for someone to be for someone's Halloween costume to be a murdered child, right? Like eh, that's, that's kind of crazy. That's okay, that's no. not the best thing you could have done. <laughs> and so, um, um, so she went ahead and I don't know if you can. This ain't no. It's apology. not really an apology. It's really not. Uh-huh. Uh, but I will go ahead and read these tweets for y'all. <laughs> um. So she said, love you. I appreciate you. Sorry I'm so fucked up. Dark jokes are a coping mechanism for me, and yet I hate when other people make them. Thank y'all for being real and always helping me learn. I'm happy I have a fan base who's not afraid to call me out on my shit. Love you. And then after that, she posted a single black heart, as she does often. Right. And then uh, I'm guessing someone asked, like, if she deleted the comment or whatever. And so she said, yeah, I deleted it very quickly and understand that it's not at all funny. This was out of pocket and I sincerely apologize. Mm. I didn't really see an apology. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like she sincerely apologizes. I feel like she always does that quote unquote apology thing where she says sorry but then like there's like other underlying stuff within her sentences and you're just like was that really an apology you get Mm -hmm. so lost in all the words she's saying just like Mm -hmm. was it an apology Mm -hmm. i feel like um i feel like celebrities have to apologize being a celebrity have to watch what you say and apologize for a lot of what you say if it's insensitive to parties involved with like maybe her family or extended mm-hmm. family or like her hometown or whatever it be point is you have to issue an apology because it just simply wasn't right that you were kind of making a joke out of a young girl who was dead and who has been dead exactly. for a time now. But I do think that you need to like, like people will find any and everything to, to be kind, mad about? Of course. Oh, yeah. So, like, she also has to be prepared for, prepared for that. And I think it comes across that line of, like, she's thinking in her head, well, if she was just a regular person, which she's not. <laughs> right. Then she could have said that and easily got away with it. because. Yeah. But since she's Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. she's facing this backlash. So I feel like her sorry is coming out of, like, this is just one of the, like, she, things I face. She's been doing a lot of apologizing for things she's been saying. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, like a, a lot. lot. Uh-huh. And it's like you're not recognizing that <laughs> social media is a platform and you're not using it wisely mm-hmm. and maybe you should, you know, take a step back. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Especially at this point. Like, yeah. this point in your career, you have, like, a Grammy now. You got to. And it's <laughs> such a hyper. And it's, it's <laughs> culture now is so hypersensitive because of, like, uh-huh. the tensions in government mm-hmm. and, like, how the world is. And just everything going on is just so hypersensitive to the point where it's, like, it's not even worth it. Yeah. You know? Post about your singles, post about your dogs, post about your movies. And y'all can post about that shit and that, keep it at that. Mm-hmm. No commenting on nothing, nothing else. Give nope. a heart if you like something. You know, talk, talk an emoji mm-hmm. like you exactly. always do. Like, you right. know, exactly. don't, don't give it your energy. Don't give it your worth. Don't give it nothing. It's mm-hmm. not that deep. Take a step back. Mm-hmm. 
Just do better. Hmm. Speaking of doing better. <laughs> we gonna need these TV networks and just networks, period, to cat to get onto the program. Why are we not seeing dark skinned black girls in shows? Why are we not seeing them in movies? Especially in like teen shows. Like we've we've been getting a lot of teen shows lately, like Thirteen Thirteen Reasons Why, Grownish. I don't even know if you Riverdale. Right, uh, Riverdale, the Euphoria. One? The one with the with the kids who steal the shit. There's a new show called like knickknacks or something or trinkets, trinkets. i think it's yeah, yeah trinkets where the kids guard in mm-hmm. high school and they steal shit i just finished that trinkets? i never even started it but oh uh, that's an interesting name was it a good was it good was it a good watch or no it was actually pretty decent okay i didn't know if i should watch it i was like i don't it's uh, decent uh, it's all yeah it's decent yeah hmm. <laughs> well and uh, how do you guys feel about the lack of dark-skinned black girls in these shows and in these movies? Um, I feel like it needs to be changed. There needs to be a change. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to just be with older women. People are like, look at Viola Davis. I'm like, do you know how old Viola right. Davis is? <laughs> We're talking about young girls. And, and then what will Viola Davis Look at Lupita in? Nyong'o. And what I'm Lupita like, being in recently. A right. lot of things. You know. Can't, we, can't, we, can we can't have keep, more we, than one. Wait, right. You know? There's always that one. <laughs> that, oh, we found that one beautiful, beautiful dark-skinned girl that did great in this. So now we're going to put her on everything. It's like, yo. Yo, chill. But that's what, <laughs> that's what black women in general, like, you know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a black woman in general, but I will say there does need there does need to be more representation within a co- within color whenever it comes to like the scale in which like you know there's more than just oh like this is black and Here black another Yara Shahidi right mm-hmm. and Lord <laughs> knows I support me some Yara Shahidi and her yes. blackness, yeah. but she's not a great actor to me. No, nah, she's not. No. Never has been. Mm-mm. But, like, I see that she's, you know, getting her coins and doing her job and being a black woman in this industry, which is hard to stay in. Mm-hmm. And she's doing what she needs to do. She's not the best actress. But, I mean, she's getting the roles, mm-hmm. getting the parts. And I know some actresses that probably deserve those parts mm-hmm. that aren't her. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they just, you know. It's, it's, it's all about and it's all it's, a, it's it's the mold and it's the network it's like oh now that she's she's connected to a really big network abc abc is disney mm-hmm. like yep. that's huge like she can all the roles that they come up with for their shows or commercials advertisement everything that disney's attached to they think of a black girl who'd be perfect for that who's a teenager yara's first on the list yep mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm never going to shade her and get her coins. Yeah, she may not be the black best actress, but she's still a black woman in this industry, and I can't take that from her. You know? Do your damn thing. But there needs to be more representation, and it needs to come from women who look like her exactly. to say these things. Exactly. That's where it needs to come from. Right. Like, you, you have to be an ally to your own people. You have to be an ally so that you, you know, if you're already in the lane and you making your way through reach down and bring us up too. Uh Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think that rose for me, but I know someone Mm 
mm-hmm. who's good at that. And I let me let you do get her, give her a shot. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just for an interview, even if it's like you know anything, come read the script. Like you'll see, you'll see what I see if you see it. But like not accepting everything that's given to you, being picky choosy, but then also always referencing. Like, don't just pass up the role and be like, I mean, she has some influence now as well as like people in the industry have influence Mm -hmm. to where it's like, you know what? This role may not be for me, but I'm gonna connect you with an agent of this woman that I do know who I think will be really good for you. And, you know, give her something. The spider is making a web right in front of me. Are you for real? Oh my God, stop it. You're lying. I killed it. I killed it. Amazing. (laughs) But yes, spiders and all. (laughs) <laughs> spiders and all right <laughs> mm. it's just um but yeah I, it's a mess honestly that we, when you think of tv shows where there's been like okay a dark-skinned black girl who's a lead like what show can you think of Bernie off the top Mac. of your head how long? How long ago was that show? <laughs> Years. Star right. and it's canceled. Yes, yeah, Star and that's star canceled. And it's canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, Moesha. Moesha. Yeah. And how long ago is Moesha? Long time ago. <laughs> long All right. Time ago. Anything else? Girlfriend. Wait, no, that right. Those you. are adults. Those are adults. Just kidding. Those are adults. But, but who? But who was the main? <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Joan. Joan. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm. you're Uh getting to a point here i am am. my point is there's not enough representation finally okay y'all turn to let black women and black girls get into this space yay we're so happy for that and there's a slew of them coming in it's great but they all look the same they Uh all are either racially ambiguous have that typical mixed appearance uh-huh. or hair, like the mm-hmm. really, really, like really, really loose curls. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so interesting because they'll be very, like, very, very light skin, but then have features that people attribute to. Well, I mean, black people, black women, and black people in general, but mm-hmm. more specifically, darker skin, like black women and black people like oh they might be really light skinned but they have like big lips mm-hmm. or they have like like a wide no- like you know the features that you that wouldn't find attractive on a darker yeah complexion uh-huh. exactly so it's like they find a way to be like well there are black women here and they do look like you like no, the fuck they, don't. no they don't <laughs> they really don't like, like you know me. what we're gonna give you guys sister sister we're going to give you half mm-hmm. and half. Right. Looking like half and half, too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. We're going to give you guys grownish. Mm. We're going to give you guys, like, Mixed-ish. you know, all these, you know, all these right. different shows. <laughs> it's like, Jeez. It's like, but, it's like okay, but even putting but all those together, of, even, even putting all that together of shows with dark-skinned black women as leads and with um, light-skinned black women as leads, you don't have much. Mm-hmm. Like what we just named, we can count that on two hands. Yep. And that's just from just the top of the dome. I'm sure we can find more, but like mm-hmm. the fact that that's all we, that we can really come up with, and the numbers are low key, like evenly distributed, is still like it, a, a larger issue of like yeah. the fact that being a black woman lead, black person, period, being a lead 
in yeah. anything yeah. whenever it comes to shows and film and television is like huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it needs to be celebrated and it needs to be celebrated in by us. Yeah. Yes. And not only by us, but like by us and I don't know, by us for us. Like FUBU for <laughs> us by us. Okay. <laughs> I was watching I was something that Master P was doing whenever he was talking about um he was talking about something about his new movie that he has, something about cooking up in the kitchen. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them up in the kitchen. It's one of them it's one of them black movies, you know, with okay. you know just like cookout. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's exactly what it is. Cookout was a good movie, okay? Yes, don't sleep on Cookout, Cookout was a good movie. But um, I was watching him, and he was talking about Tyler Perry and how him and Tyler Perry had an indifference because whenever he told him about his movie and what he was doing, Tyler Perry, instead of being a shoulder to lean on, became a little... Mm. Like sad. Sounds about right. right. <laughs> Sounds about right. And he's like, well, I mean, he has money now to do whatever he wants to do, but back whenever he didn't have that he needed certain you know bigger white conglomerates to pick him up Mm -hmm. and give him his money so that he can actually build this empire that he has now he he has that thanks to white people not i mean he has it off the blacks of off the money and dollar of black people but his funding came from white people Mm -hmm. and networks and movie studios who believed in him Mm -hmm. and master p was saying how like we need to have things for ourselves. And like, you know, we need to actually start supporting our own movies. And like, yeah, y'all go and y'all see this black movie by this white studio <laughs> produced by this <laughs> white studio. And y'all are giving all this money to this movie that's going straight back to this white studio mm-hmm. for them to produce more of their Marvel, DC, whatever it is, movies. <laughs> like, that's not even going back into your craft. It's not going back into your movie market. That's not going back into what you want to see. That's right. just going back into like, a, we know we can get niggas out here to see this shit mm-hmm. so let's take their money and then let's take their money and take it to make um another sleepless in seattle or some shit like you know mm-hmm. like we're gonna go <laughs> make some with that oh, with that man. money you know and it's like your money isn't going back it's not being invested into actual projects it's not being invested into a, a a pot that they can pull out of and get more of their art it's not like a thing where it's like okay so this went well so now we're going to start doing more projects that have like an urban, you know, black lead feel like, you know, actual serious projects that they take seriously. You get one or two of those a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the it. same thing. That's like the same thing Deborah Den was saying with the fashion industry that we need to put more money back into that. And that's the same thing people were saying, like with like our our hip hop, like we created it and we need to put like stuff into that. But then you know white people are all behind that too so it's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a big old mess it's the system. big old mess yes it's a big old mess and that all trickles back back, <laughs> back. <laughs> that all trickles back down into <laughs> our shows and our movies mm-hmm. they're not putting us in these things people that look like us and if they do they have to be kind of uh, like in the proximity, more in the proximity to whiteness mm-hmm. when it comes to their appearance. Yep. And I think, yeah, it's just, it just all, it's just a trickle down. Or the dark skinned black girl is mm-hmm. like a negative, of you course. know. She's a caricature. Yeah. Every time. She's, she's a caricature. Yelling, mm-hmm. She loud. Yep. She got a man that's always cheating on her. Yeah. She had baby daddies. Mm-hmm. It's always like the same things. It would be nice if we could just, you know, you know, <laughs> y'all mm-hmm. know. 
And now we're gonna go into a gust of wind. Whoosh. Ooh. <laughs> so first in the gust of wind segment, I wanted to bring up how white gay privilege is a thing. Tis. And there's plenty of it in this entertainment industry. Um, specifically speaking to what happened on Sunday, this past Sunday on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and Titus. Um, there was a controversy because Andy was interviewing Titus, um, as he does with all his guests. He had Laverne Cox and Titus on that day. And he was interviewing him, and he was asking him about his experience on set with Eddie Murphy, one of the actors in one of the new films, one of the bigger films that Titus has been, that is in. And he was asking about, like, the experience on how was it working with him? Did you guys talk? If so, like, what'd you talk about? And then followed up with, yeah, because I know that, like, you know, he's been problematic for the gays in the past. And, like, was expecting to get, like, a, oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, mm-hmm. well, the kind of reaction in Titus completely flipped it and was like, oh, really? Well, he hasn't been problematic to me, <laughs> not to Titus. Right. We carried conversation right. about this, 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 that. He loves Titus. Nothing I could have said about him. He's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you could see as, as Andy kind of sort of felt that hostile tension, mm-hmm. he tried yeah. to move to something else in which the camera caught Titus kind of being like, I'm not, not doing right. this. I'm not yeah. doing this I'm not today. doing this today. <laughs> and then Andy's like, what are you, what, what are you well, doing Andy, over there, Titus? And Titus said, no, oh, no, go on, girl. Do your show. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Titus, Titus was over it. He was like, yo, I'm not about to sit up here and let you take an opportunity away from me and my art and my craft and right. my, my, my identity and who I am as an actor and as an artist to be able to share this platform with such an amazing actress as well, Laverne Cox. Mm-hmm. And, you try to steal it with some kind of a T that you think you have on, oh, well, I'm going to speak negatively on this person. Or may not be like, oh, it was okay. It was cool. We didn't talk much. Like, cause Mm -hmm. even if Titus would have said something like we didn't talk much, she'd be like, oh, I know why they didn't talk much. You know, like Mm -hmm. trying to start something. Right. Like, did you talk? Yeah, it, like the way the way he said that, that was just very. Uh, yeah, that I mean, was did messy. he did he did he speak to you? Like, did he talk to you? Like, of course he talked to me. Yeah, he, he said, like, he said, well, uh, of course he talked to me. We right. were in the movie together. Why, Why wouldn't we talk? talk right, <laughs> right. We're right next to each other. Like, we're gonna right. speak. We're gonna speak. <laughs> we're in the same damn scenes. It's like you really fishing, and he was really out here fishing. In which Titus on Instagram later on explained how like. Andy Cohen just does not know how to conduct a conducive interview interview to where it's respectful mm-hmm. to not only his 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 platform and what he does, but to the person who's interviewing and the artist. Like you can't just want to kind of watch what happens and stir up mess all the time, right? Because c- you want to get a a few hashtags and a few look sees and a few press clippings and a few good moments to send out to social media to be like, hey, watch what happens live. Mm-hmm. This is what goes down here. He made sure he let him know but go down on his own show, okay? <laughs> in and out of his show, in and out, in and out, in mm. and out of his own motherfucking show. Okay. And I think it was stellar. It was. I have to say, because there's so much, I mean, to just open up the conversation, there's so much tension between white and black gays in general. Yes. Because white gays are privileged. They do have that sense of, like, I see them a lot more on TV than I do of people of my own mm-hmm. self. Yeah. Like, I see them, and whenever it is people of me, like, who look like me on TV, it's never black and black. Or black and, like, you know, it's always, like, you got to have a mm-hmm. white companion. Mm-hmm. Or, or they're, be. like, super promiscuous right yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it's just like i don't really get to see much representation of myself in any of these multimedia but white white gays see it 
Mm-hmm. They get movies about it. They yep. get money for it. They're getting yes. paid to act mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> a lot more than what we are. So it's just like, ah, there's a disparity right there. Mm-hmm. And Titus has worked hard for his money, right. for his title, has achieved plenty a lot. Plenty. And, it's, and it's just like, you're not going to make me stoop down to that level of Real Housewives drama bullshit. He right. say, she say, <laughs> we're not doing that here. Watch what happens to Andy once I get through with him. It's going to be my show in a second, okay? <laughs> That's exactly what Titus said. And he nipped that shit in the bud. But it does open up a conversation of white gays trying to minimize the image of successful f- successful queer peoples of color. Mm-hmm. They do. Because they do. it's almost like whenever they see us coming, because we're talented, we've taught them mm-hmm. everything they know. Yeah. We've taught them everything they know from the slang they use, hunty, sis, West tea, all that mm-hmm. shit they want to claim for their own and for themselves. We've taught them it all. We've mm-hmm. gave them the handbook. They've ripped everything from our pages and mm-hmm. left us with nothing and monetized off of everything. Mm-hmm. And they try to have their inner, quote unquote, inner black woman. In the, yeah, and it's right. the least you can do is give me my motherfucking respect. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh-huh. That's all I'm asking. Right. And then it's like they try to boil it all down to be like, well, at the end of the day, we're, we're all gay. No. Like, okay, no. But I'm <gasps> black and I'm gay. You're quite. I'm this and I'm dead. I'm like, like I'm black, a man, and I'm gay. <laughs> like it's a dual thing when it comes to people of color and your sexual identity. Mm-hmm. And for white gays, they just don't see that. For them, everything is so linear. Mm-hmm. It's just straight. Like I'm white, and I'm white. I'm a white gay. It's and not, I have it's it hard. They think not, they have it so hard. It's not. I'm, I'm white and I'm gay. It's I'm a white. Gay. I'm a white gay. No, like it's it's, it's for, the same thing. It's right. lumped for them, but when it's a black person, you're like I'm black, I'm black and I'm gay, and I'm a man. So I'm <laughs> fighting, I'm fighting two or three or four things right. all at the same time, uh-huh. and it's just not like that for them. And they they can't they either don't comprehend it or they just don't care, mm. right? They don't want to like comprehend. You yeah. always want to take a, take a spot, knock us down a little bit, let us know that you know you have to find somebody to oppress whenever you've been oppressed. Mm-hmm. And they haven't been oppressed right. much. No, but they haven't. Still, it's like, yes, you're gay, so I understand that you are, uh, in a sense, oppressed to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But please don't make me your oppressor, baby, because you'll come out on the bottom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you pressed panini. Okay. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to skip and skedaddle right on <laughs> to some more gay shit. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, so on Yay! brand for you. So ready. I know this is my segment. Just gust of wind. Gust of gay wind. Right. <laughs> that doesn't um, sound the, the best. The colors of the wind. Ah, ah, come on, polka. <laughs> um, Kimberella's back at it, baby. <laughs> oh, this woman. Kimberell is back at it. Because she don't know nothing about no LGBTQ. But she does know about let God be true quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Wasn't that what she said? Yes. What? Kimberell was, you know, at her church giving her sermon as she does every Sunday. (laughs) And um, she was bringing up once again, you know, it seems like the only time that we ever hear about Kimberell in the press is whenever she's talking about LGBTQ peoples because we give her her press. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. We allowed for her to have that platform to give her her press. <laughs> right. Because that's the only thing people are talking about with Kimberells. And um, 
she basically was just saying in her sermon how like people will switch on you an instant church people will switch on you an instant and they act like they don't know you and they're so fake and they are not she's she's quote-unquote tired of these fake church people walking around not preaching God's word correctly. Mm-hmm. Not preaching the word of God mm-hmm. and being afraid to preach it. Mm-hmm. And then follows it up, well, I, I, they want to come to me about this LGBTQ. I don't know nothing about LGBTQ or none of them or none of anything. But I do know God. I do know God's word. And I do know that LGBTQ means let God be true quickly to me. And I was like, oh, did she just really flip? Oh my did god! Did she just really flip? Did this? Did she Let just really that flip? Be true quickly. <laughs> quickly. She That's really funny. flipped the LGBTQ. Just and just I really do wonder, like, how long she was practicing. Working. I mean, right. you, know, sure, you know her ass was working she on that, that shit. She wrote that sermon down. She was ready for it. Okay. She was like, you know, let God be true quickly. That's it. That's it. Mm. Write it down. <laughs> let me practice it before I say it on Sunday. No, yeah. And Kim really did, you know, preach to her congregation that, you know, people need to stop being scared to preach God's word, her his true word. Mm. And that she don't know nothing about no LGBTQ. <laughs> of course. I mean, I had to chuckle. I chuckled. It's just so funny. It's just funny. It's funny. I remember whenever all that LGBTQ, like, you know, drama with Kimberell came out mm-hmm. in the community, she was like, I have nothing against, you know, love is love or something. She said, she said, she needs to love love. She said something like, you know, I have people who are of the community who do my hair, my makeup, you know, I have nothing against them. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's not about them. You probably like them. You don't have to experience their lifestyle. You don't agree with their lifestyle. Right. You definitely don't. You've shown it. Mm-hmm. Right, it, but it's it's also something that she's been taught, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't escape the fact that at the end of the day, I can sit up here and talk my shit, but she was taught it. Yep, and it's ingrained in her. It's always gonna be. That's her spirit. That's her spirit. Yes, yes. that's just who she is. And who said? And if you don't want to put the work in and change in and actually like you know, getting to really treat people who are of the LGBTQ community as people and first. <laughs> And with respect, then that's what you were taught to do. And keep doing you, baby. Keep doing what you was taught to do. Yeah. But let's just let the gays know <laughs> and the <laughs> LGBTQ peoples know. If y'all want her to stop getting pressed, stop reacting. Because mm. every time I see a Kimberell, it's always some black gay or, you know, gay of color reacting to Kimberell and her comments. And I'm like, if y'all just stop giving her her energy, <laughs> stop giving her the energy of you guys, she won't do it anymore. This is the only press she's getting nowadays. Every, no one's talking no about one. Nobody. Not one person is talking nobody. about Kimberell. <laughs> Literally nobody. Since she got kicked <laughs> off of Ellen, we ain't heard of her. Exactly. I mean, kicked off of Ellen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, girl, if we're the only outlet that you have oppressed, because you can come out with singles on singles and do this, this, and that, and do toy drives and do donations and, you know, do things for your community, no one's talking about it. But the moment you bring out LGBTQ community, oh, my God, everybody's talking about it. So th- that's popping off. Too quickly. Right? Stop <laughs> using us as a ploy to get you some press, girl. Sit down. Sit them tired ankles down. Sit them down now. They're tired. <laughs> and you know they're tired because she fell one time. Remember when she fell oh on stage? Oh. Yes. Them tired ass yes, ankles. My yes, goodness yes. gracious. Mm. 
and had the nerve to hit us with a bow and arrow on her sermon. 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 Her sermon. She hit us with an imaginary bow and arrow. Hushaba. I was like, uh-uh, girl. Sit down. Sit down now. Cousin of the... Mm, let me not say it. I'm not going to say oh. it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, you're not going to say it? No. Okay. Okay. There's I'm something done. you want to say between I'm them. I'm done. I was going to rant. I was going to say okay. she's cousins of a warrior, but it's okay. Let's move on. You know she looked like one. Um. Oh, anyway. Jesus. Moving on. Oh, that's not, my God. That's gosh. not right. That's not right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, moving on to brighter, better news. Is it? Ah, well, it depends. Okay. I'm dead. Do All you right. want more of Beyonce and Disney? Now, let me explain. Because I saw the headline explain. and was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Disney has allegedly <laughs> offered Beyonce a multi-million dollar movie deal. This deal will give her free reign to produce and create her own original content under the Disney umbrella. With the Disney budget and not her own. Mm-hmm. So, and Disney's attached to a lot of things, not just, you know. Right. Disney is a whole. Disney is a whole conglomerate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but what do you think? I just don't want her to be in any more live action movies. Uh, <laughs> I. You said it. Right. <laughs> I think this is good. I, I think, think it's good, good too. She's great. She has a fantastic eye. Yes. We've seen how she can produce I things. think she'd be the one to shake some tables in the Disney kingdom. Yeah, I think. All the people to the back. Yeah, <laughs> you know right, no, I'm for saying? real. Like, that would really be some Beyonce stuff. That's no, really that's what she really what she would do. But, um, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's Just, a good thing. It, it, it'll give us uh, probably that variation we're talking about. How we don't see no dark-skinned black girls and stuff She'll like be the that. one to do it. She, she could be the one that, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you do it. Exactly. Because how last week when we were talking about, well, we kind of said it briefly, but about how light, lighter skin people mm-hmm. were upset about the song Dark Skin. I mean, Dark Brown Skin Girl. Brown Skin Girl. Brown Skin Girl. Mm-hmm. And, and then other, pe- like, other people were trying to include themselves like other people of color were trying to include themselves into the message of the song mm-hmm. and uh like lighter skin black women were trying to like include themselves and then beyonce put she's so she's just so on I time love every her. time so <laughs> then she like that next like the, within the next couple of days she reminded she y'all what the fuck she was talking an about instagram <laughs> she she made a post on instagram a little video and it was nothing but like darker skin black women dancing mm-hmm. to the song brown, brown skin, skin girl uh-huh. because no that's what she made it for or nothing like that because what she needed to get across was right, right there. there in the video like boom i made this for them right. so hey maybe she gonna do that with disney like mm-hmm. i made this for y'all yes you never know all my niggas up in here getting jobs at disney let me go ahead and apply shit you know because if that deal was signed i'm putting my application in tomorrow <laughs> I would like to work on all Beyonce projects. I will just be the person who stands there and tells you, welcome to set. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just don't be care. Right. Welcome to set. What's your name? As long as my checks have Disney on them, I'm getting money. Mm-hmm. Disney pays well, okay? Even for assistance, Disney pays well, mm-hmm. okay? And they should. All the money they make, 
Right. Yeah. Please. Just to be on a Beyonce Disney team. Oh, please. Right. I want the job now. Disney is like low-key a monopoly, but that's... It is. Uh-huh. It is. It's not low-key. It actually it's like, just it's is. It's really becoming <laughs> like a monopoly. Yeah, it's a monopoly. Yeah. Okay. Well, next. Um, you're going to go under our umbrella. Woo! Yay! Back to under our umbrella. Woo! Let's Which one should we do? Um, I feel like we should start off with the B. B. Uh-huh. B. Okay. So, oh. I wanted, well, we wanted to bring up the topic of not wanting children, but dating people that have children. And I brought this up because, um, well... Clearly, like, we're the Megan the Stallion fan club. And um, she posted a video. Uh, no, no, it wasn't a video. It was a picture. She posted a picture on, on her Instagram with her and Moneybag Yo, the rapper who she's dating. What's his song? His name? What is it? I have no clue. I don't know any of his songs. Don't know. It's a shame. Don't know. And Clout, someone com- left a comment and basically said, girl... I just hope you don't get pregnant because you don't need that right now kind of thing. And Moneybag Yo has, I think he has seven children. Woo! Oh, shit. I think it's five or seven. One of those numbers. Either way, He's it's too many. Five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And two on the bench. Exactly. And two on the bench. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ooh, NBA All-Stars. Um, and so Megan responded to that comment and said, basically said like, "LOL, I don't even want kids." Well, girl. So this Oops. is why I'm bringing this up. Like, how do you guys feel about personally someone not wanting children but dating someone that has children? Well, they're not your kids if you're dating them. I mean, if you're dating them seriously. Then they're your kids. Yeah. But if you're just dating somebody just to be dating somebody. They're not your like kids. Like, if I had a boyfriend and he had, like, a kid or two and I saw him every now and then. Not even a boyfriend. If we were just dating. Let me say that. Uh-huh. Just dating. And I'm just seeing him every now and then and we're going out and we're having a good time. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm not going to make him my boyfriend because once I make him my boyfriend, it's like, all right, like, now I got to be around you and your kids. And I don't want to do that. I just want to have fun and date and just, you and know, then you're gonna be number have boy three. summer. You, uh, know? <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's no Then fun you're number, number three. three. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me on that. Ah! <laughs> Being number three is not fun. Ooh, give us. Okay. Okay. Or number four. It all depends. Well, because, I mean, if... If his mom is if his yes. mom is active in his life, then his mom's gonna be a number one. His his children are gonna be his number two, and then his baby mama is gonna have to be number three because he's gonna have to deal with her throughout the kids' lives. So That's you're gonna so be true. number four or five. Dang. Depending on how many kids he has. Sheesh, Louise. That's a shame. So if the it nigga is. got seven kids, that means that you're number ten. Honestly, so it's I pr- like I just I just. Mm. Me personally, I think if it was me and I knew for a fact that, like, I didn't want children, I probably wouldn't even 
want to necessarily want to waste kids. my time dating someone that has children uh-huh. because it's possible that it turns into something serious. And if I know I don't want children, then why am I even going to start putting my energy into something that could potentially become something way serious and greater? Right. Now you have to try to adjust to trying to be around children and you know you don't want kids now you have to become a slight in a, a step parent in a sense right because things are getting more serious so you have to get more involved with that person's yeah children and then the and kids are getting used to and you and yeah it's just then like, like the kids have to get you it becomes an attachment thing yeah mama mama mag the stallion you know no so i just, that's just me personally. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't even do it. Just thinking off the fact that it could potentially become something serious. Okay. Or you know, don't bring your kids around somebody that that's you it. know you're not potentially gonna blossom into something more with. Yeah. Because then that's put that's putting strain on your kids. You're bringing too many people around your kids. Don't do that. Mm-hmm ever like at all mm-hmm. unless you for sure if, unless you know for sure you got to be with this person for like at least a year or two to know for sure okay this is the person that i want and this is the person that i want around my kids because at the end of the day your kids are going to come first not you right your kids and don't be that person who's coming into a relationship thinking well i'm dating him not his kids yeah don't baby do that, you got it you, all you got it all you're dating him and his kids uh-huh. and his there kids are, are the girls out there who'll be like well, I mean, yeah, he got kids, but I don't never see them. And I'm like, that's not good, baby. Right. I mean, yes, he's with you every night. Yeah, he's with you going out with you partying every night. Mm-hmm. But that just goes to show you, if he's staying at you from night to day, he's not taking and care he of has his five kids. kids, what is he doing with his family <laughs> life? Like, exactly. What, what, is this, what is this man? Like, what, what do you want to aspire to? What do you want to get from him? Because right. if it gets mm-hmm. to a place where you feel like you're taking this man seriously and you're with him all the time, Look at what he's leaving behind whenever he's with you. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Whenever he's with you, he ain't think about them damn kids neither. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So y'all got something in common. Y'all got way too much in common. And it's oh, not a good thing. I thought you were gonna hit me with some Whitney and Bobby right there. Which one? <laughs> we got something in common. Um, no, no, hey. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm giving you a classic Alicia Bob. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, come on now, girl. Let's use your mind, use your brain. Mm-hmm. Let's think. What's not clicking? What's not clicking? What's not Let's clicking? No. Tiffany. And on the other side, if I was a person with children, I wouldn't. I I I wouldn't want to waste my time either. No. Dating someone that doesn't want kids because once again, I have if kids. Then then like, and then it's extra. For you, because you you have a child. Mm-hmm. So now you have to try to figure out, is this just going to be like a little play thing? But then play things turn into real things sometimes. Uh-huh. And then you kind of have, you're going to have to, what are you going to do? Like, oh, my, I have to, like, if, if you're with them, like, at the house and some emergency happens and the kid has to come to your house. What's gonna happen? Like, oh no, you I, can't like, bring them over here. Yeah, like, like I don't know how they're gonna act when my child comes around. I already know they don't want kids. I've never seen them interact with children. Right. I don't like, and now I'm gonna have to s- 
see what it's like when they interact with my kids, knowing full mm-hmm. well that they don't want no kids, mm. meaning that they're probably annoyed by my child's presence. Mm. And I would not, I just wouldn't want to be, I, I would, that would be wasting, that would, we just wasting everybody's time. Everybody's time is getting wasted. Yep. Period. And that's no, on thank that. Thank you. See? Mm. <laughs> BCA? Oh, I was like, see? <laughs> BCA, BCA. Be say it, be say it. <laughs> um, I think we um. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll go see. Okay. I'm saying this like y'all can see the paper. Y'all can see our paper. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's an insider. Okay. Ooh. Y'all see, see. Okay. We gonna start there. All right. So this happened a few weeks ago, but it's still something that can come under our umbrella because it's very interesting. So this man. Came onto Twitter before he walked down. Well, yes, before he made you know that next step into life and getting married to uh-huh. you know the the love of his life. Um, and so he came onto Twitter to share the things that the woman that he's about to get married to has done for him mm-hmm. and supported him or whatever. And I'm gonna read you these these things. Okay. There's 10 things. He says, when I met one, when I met her, I had no place to stay. I was sleeping on the couch at a friend's house and she knew. Two, I found a place later on and she helped pay and she helped pay my rent for months. Three, she got me my first car ever. Four, my laptop got damaged and I needed it so much at the time. So I could work on things in order to earn something. So she gave me hers. Five, she covered most co- most costs for our dates for a whole year. Six, she invested in our first two businesses together and opted for me to run them full time. Seven, I never met her mom until I brought my family to meet hers. Eight. She celebrated and congratulated me for any penny I made at the time, even when when it was as little as $10. Nine, she supported everything I was trying to do to make ends meet, whether it earned us money or not. And then 10, though I'm very stable and all that now, I know she doesn't really care about those things. She cares about me solely. I know she'd give me anything in the world if she had to, Cause she has proved it over and over again, ladies and gentlemen. That's the kind of woman I'm marrying. City boys, city boys, city boys, city boys, city boys, city boys. City boys. City boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, city boys? I just will not. <laughs> I just don't like that. No. Just mainly because in basically what this person uh said in response was just kind of like not one of these things was about you know like her drive or her intelligence or her compassion. It was just here's nine things that my fi- that my fiance did for me to support me financially and Help me move, move and maneuver throughout life. Mm-hmm. Yay! But like, I just don't really like that. Uh-huh. I have one question, mm. just one. Mm-hmm. 
and all of what he said, uh-huh. and he said a lot. He did. And those little ten things. Yeah. He said a lot in those ten things. Uh-huh. And all of what he said, did he ever once, and whenever I say did he ever once, did he ever once check in on her? <laughs> See how she's doing. Right. I Mentally, physically. Yeah, she can be there for you financially. Most of what he did say was financial. Mm-hmm. Let's remember that. All of it. None of he it had anything to do with emotional or mental conditioning. Uh-huh. It all had to do with finances. Yep. And if you're basing the woman that you want to marry off of finances, then baby, you're you you're not marrying right. I'm sorry. Cause she got some money, don't mean nothing, you know. Has he checked right. in on her mentally? How she is now? How she was whenever she was doing all that giving towards you? Mm. What state of mind she was in? Mm. Why she might have been doing that? Mm. Anything? Nothing? <laughs> Crickets, baby? Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you're getting all this stuff, and you're getting and getting and getting and getting and getting and giving barely anything. I mean, he's talking about $10. She would celebrate this man if he brought home $10. Yeah. Like, he's 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 been conditioned by her. To feel like he can have any and everything from her. Mm-hmm. And she'll be happy to give it to him. But now once is he thinking about why is she that way? Mm-hmm. What made her that way? Mm-hmm. Let's assess this. Let's analyze. Because this isn't normal. No, and I think he, and he, he's saying it because he's recognizing this isn't right. normal. She's done so much. She bought me a car. She invested in 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 my business mm-hmm. she bought me a she, laptop she bought yeah she gave me, me her laptop uh-huh. yeah gave me her laptop she paid my rent for months and not once has he ever checked in on her <laughs> to be like how are you and i'm sure she's over here i'm good i'm good yeah no problem da, 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 da. but in 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 the back of your mind you know yeah you don't you don't receive this treatment on the regular mm-hmm. you don't you don't not from other women that you've dated who feel like, you know what, bro, you ain't doing it for me. I'm going to pass up on that. Mm. You waited for <laughs> someone to build you up with what they already had financially. Let's keep on, keep on that point financially. Right. He always highlights the financial. Right. He's not highlighting anything emotional. Nope. He's not highlighting anything physical, mental, mm-hmm. anything spiritually built by them. He's specifically highlighting on 10 financial things right. this woman has done for him to help him be the man today. And, yes, that's an investment from her part on him. Yeah. But what has he invested in the relationship? Mm-hmm. And what has she been having that's a void in her that makes her feel like financially she doesn't mind putting this much time effort energy and money into a man for potential mm-hmm. you can put all that i mean to this day he can, she can put all the energy all that time all that money into a man for potential and he will never deliver mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's always gonna if he delivers he's always gonna want more yep now he's good now he's comfortable now he's running two businesses but he's gonna want more he's the man who wants more and knowing you, you're going to be right there to give it to him. And that's where we have to hit that mental and be yeah. like, so what are you, what, are you not checking in on a other state other than, are you only worried about finances? Because we need to go to some therapy. And then it's <laughs> like in the end, it was like he tried to smooth that over a little bit and be like, but in the end, 
I know that she doesn't really care or like, you know, my like my stability isn't that huge of a factor for her Mm -hmm. because she just loves me. And I know that she would do anything for me because she's proved it over and over again. Like you basically just said the same thing again. Right. You're happy and content or what satisfied, whatever you want to say with the fact that she provided for you financially when you couldn't in uh-huh. major ways. Major. Major ways. And the thing is, he's sitting up here and he's talking about, well, like, she really doesn't care. But you have to realize that whenever you're in love, you don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's the before. Because now they're in love, you know? Right. Now there's a whole other layer yeah. to it. They're yeah, but the now. love you know? didn't pay the bills. Okay. <laughs> the and money also, paid in the before of them being like, oh, well, you're like, I know now that she doesn't care. She would do anything for me. That's fine. Maybe do you. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, like you said, when she met you and you had nothing and you weren't living on anything and you had to live with her and you she had to pay your, your rent and she had to do. But this is the beginning with y'all whenever she was just getting to know you mm-hmm. and then you was coming down on hard times and she was paying your rent and doing this and that for you. Before there was an in love, there was that. Right. So recognize that. Find the disconnect. See what the fuck is going on. Ugh. And there's some, there's some twisted. Something. Yeah. And then for him as a man to be comfortable with that. Like that's supposed something, to be the norm. So, something is there too on his part. Cause mm-hmm. And not to say that you can't be giving. Yeah. yeah not to say that you can't giving, provide. Because yeah. I give. You know, I'm a giver too. If yeah. I can give, I will give. If I have it, I will give it. Yeah. No questions asked. Not asking for anything back. You uh, know. Yeah. I'm exactly, but I'm I'm just I'm not seeing how how a man could be comfortable with like the woman that he's dating or um, is engaged to or whatever. Which I'm sure this was, this had to have happened probably like before they got engaged. I'm guessing with the whole when he got his apartment, uh-huh. and she paid his rent for months. Like, how could you Lazy. as a man feel comfortable with this person that you're dating paying your rent for months? He got a mama. <laughs> he get it. Yeah, from, he so got I'm a like, mama. That's what he got. This has to be something that he is always always through, like, in his condition. He's looking for someone to take care of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's used to it. Clearly, clearly he got exactly what he was looking for. That's what he wants. So it's kind of like, yeah, you lucked up and you got a woman who's going to do everything and all that for you. But can you stand on your own two feet without her? Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> no. Without and that woman. Yes, Can you exactly. stand on your own without her? You can. You have not much. Mm-hmm. She's given on you a lot for you to give her back nothing in return. So, I question. Stressful. I just question on why finances have to be the state of the 10 things that he wants the woman. What is it? What was it? Uh, 10 things. The 10 reasons why his soon to be wife his, yeah. did for him. Mm-hmm. That Quote made them marry. And they're all financial. Her ring by all financial. For everything. Thank you. Like, basically, <laughs> you're all financial. saying. How yeah. she earned her ring it's for paying yeah, for everything. It's basically like, <laughs> and, this is, and this is why I'm getting married to her. This Damn, how she, she paid for that ring, this. too. Okay. Like, huh? And niggas was giving him props, too. Huh? Simple as that. Mm. No. No, ma'am. No ham. No turkey. I laugh. 
Well, Nika, do you want to lead A? What a fucking mess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if men have anything, they have the audacity. Okay. Always got it. <laughs> All right. So my question is, do you guys believe in sex demons or energy, energy thieves? That stuff you would be talking about on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> further explain for the you, listeners i don't know if you saw like some of the things like people were saying like with um the yoni steaming and stuff i was like oh okay Why? you want me to steam my pussy um what <laughs> no i'm dead what? i'm dead as yeah, like the yoni things they have yoni steamers are those um, are the take-home ones or are those the ones that you go to the store and you do it yourself no you you can buy the you can buy a steamer for your pussy yeah yeah, yeah. Take it home and, and do it at steam your it house. Out. Yes, at your house. Steam it out. Yeah, steam <laughs> out. But okay, so in this thread, this girl was talking about sex demons and how they're real, and she was like, "But y'all already to talk about them." But she talked about it anyway, which I was like, "Thank goodness," because I hate when people do that shit. But she was saying STDs, as most of us know, sex is one of the most sacred of energy exchanges. Here are some of the que- some of questions to think of. What is a man's mood before he enters your womb? Is he mad, sad, hurt, angry, bitter? Does he love himself? Does he love you? When a woman makes love to you, is she blessing you or cursing you? Is she mad, sad, hurt, angry, bitter? And this is where some of us make a mistake at. Are you having a sex for pleasure or connection? Are they constantly draining you or refueling, recharging, and healing your spirit? During sex, we are literally emotional sponges, for the emotions of our partner. Every partner literally takes a piece of your soul and you of theirs. When you have too many partners, eventually all these emotions and spirits will become mixed and clogged in your spirit. And this is one of the hardest sexual demons to conquer. The one you have created yourself. Hmm. That's it. It's an interesting yeah. That's probably the most eloquent way i've ever heard anyone put yeah that. and then she goes on to ask are you different since you started sleeping with someone bad different after having sex do you feel depressed or different in a bad way do you wish you hadn't had the sex do you have bursts of feeling sad <laughs> are you bipolar since being with a particular someone when dealing with a sexual demon, they will win everything. You are so blinded by the sex, you aren't really focused on the fact that this person is literally draining you. Wait. She said, are you now bipolar? Like, yeah. Sex can make you bipolar? Girl, yeah. Like, up and down. Yes. Not sex can make <laughs> you yes, bipolar? Yes, girl, that's what she's saying. Like, she's up saying. and down. I want no part. <laughs> I mean, we've all I definitely we've I all definitely had some sex that we were like, oh, we could have done with that. Yeah, but <laughs> could have done without I don't that. Want whatever one she's talking about that can make that can make you bipolar. I'm good. I'm good. I want it. Don't come around me. I'm straight. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm good. <laughs> Do I believe in sex demons and energy thieves? I believe in energy thieves. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> but she was basically saying saying that when that since sex is such like a connection yeah. uh-huh. that you know it's important to like cleanse your cleanse yourself of 
those people that you have sex with and stuff because maybe their intentions aren't pure or, or their mood wasn't right that day so they're giving you their bad energy from uh-huh. by fucking you and stuff like that i just wanted your take on and then you get the stanley steamer pussy back and you like stanley yes steamer. <laughs> you steam it all out okay steamer carpet cleaner you just steam it all out and then it's gone is that what happens well it cleanses it well it cleanses you so i guess okay i mean not all of it's gone i mean yeah. of course you're gonna always have some part of the person that you had sex with but it can clean it can essentially clean out the bad that okay. you got from fucking that person okay so do what do us gays do <laughs> well, the, same, the thing. same thing okay. it's still penetration still isn't a, it yeah. still a, still a yeah you just steam it up there no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um do i believe in sex demons and energy thieves mm. do i believe in sex demons no you never had sex with someone and said, you know what, I wish I didn't. No, but that's not a demon. Yeah, is it? No, a demon? that's but that's what she's asking. That's I what mean, I, I have. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I don't consecrate it to like. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't demon. think of it as like. Well, a no, not sex demon okay. Well, like not de- energy takers. Yes, don't I believe in energy thieves. Not sex demon, because sex demon yeah. and energy thieves, I mean, same thing. So energy it? thieves. They're still taking your energy. Yeah, but demon. Okay, don't say demon. That's what I'm saying. Say energy. No, but you said the same thing. Yeah. So how? In this, because they're still taking away something. Uh huh. Taking away energy in a way. Yeah. Yeah. But they're different. In a way. Like I wouldn't yes. call like yeah. Yeah, to p- me they're yeah, different. To, to, like a piece <laughs> of like. Yeah, a sex demon can take your energy, but whenever I think of sex demon, I don't think of it as the same level as an energy thief. I I know. You know? I know. (laughs) Okay. So with that, you believe in energy thieves. Yes. I believe they are energy thieves. Like, there are just some people that come around and, you know, like, they're just always, like, in a funky mood. And it changes your mood or you just like want to get away from them because they're making you feel like bleh you know mm-hmm. but the whole like every person that like you've had sex with they stay with you like a part of them stays with you and it sticks with you i don't believe in that at all <laughs> i do not not a believer believer yeah, uh-uh. Uh-uh. doesn't stick with me let it go yeah Elsa. i just let it go like <laughs> oop, oop. That's that was that mm. okay? <laughs> All right, yes. Yeah, Do so. you feel like it affects you on a level of like that's that because of that? So now like I'm gonna go on and be like yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like, do uh, you feel like after having sex with someone, like, do you feel like it affects you in a way? Like, like say you have sex with someone and a week later you're just like, why did I do that or something like that? Like, what? Well, really like, do you second like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't really have much bad sex. Yeah. So. Like well, the sex doesn't have the sex doesn't have to be bad. Uh-huh. Sometimes <laughs> it might be like a, eh, it was okay. Like it wasn't what I was expecting, or yeah. something like that. But yeah, I just I don't believe that. Like for me personally, that like I carry pieces of like the people that I've done that with with me along on your sexual journey. Yeah, I I just yeah, like uh-huh. I just don't believe in that and I don't believe the whole sex demon 
thing like you know this person comes into your life they have sex with you and they're just turning you into something that or someone that you're not yeah can the it dick happen that make you bipolar I mean, <laughs> right that right. bipolar no. can it make some people that way yeah sure. have i seen Who it am I speak? Yeah. yeah i haven't seen that personally and it hasn't like haven't seen that in my friend circle haven't seen it with me so i don't know mm. uh yeah same yeah i mean i feel, I feel like, like the, yeah. the, i feel like the energy thing is more um that seems more universal that, that's more yeah. on point i mean yes the sex demon thing i think yeah. they're the i was saying that they're the same in the sense of something's being taken away not they're the same on the same level because uh-huh. that is okay, completely yeah. different i meant the same as in something's being taken away but uh-huh. like a sex demon i don't think that i mean in my life and in our lives uh-huh. i know that is not a thing we don't think about those <laughs> niggas but, uh, that, <laughs> like, right. that nigga was a demon <laughs> yeah like no we don't think like that so uh, for to so to say sex demon is just like the fuck <laughs> And then still the demon inside of me. Oh, right. No. That just sounds very weird. Jeez. That's like like Game of Thrones. It's so demonic. Yeah, like that's some Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I and can't. I feel like energy thieves, like that's more accurate than a sex demon. Agreed, yeah. agreed, definitely. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, definitely I've been around a couple of energy thieves that just drain you of everything. You're just like, what the fuck, bro? No, but I've definitely <laughs> been in some encounters where I was like, that shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm. But it did. Okay. But it happened. Right. Like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, like, connected. It was just, like, it happened, and it's over, and it's like, okay, well, like, am I going to allow this to happen again? Right. Or, like, am I going to learn from the fact that I wasn't feeling it? (laughs) Right. Like, is this the second? Should I give it a second? Which head is talking? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Which head is talking? I oh my goodness! <laughs> what a mess! <laughs> what a mess! Well, on that note, does anybody mess. else have anything to add to the show before we close out now? Absolutely. Now, I do. It's about one of our Democratic runners. Okay. Send it on, Miss. Kamala. I knew you were going to say ah! her name. Oh, I was Harris. waiting. Well, she's going to say Kamala Harris. I knew it. Ugh. Let's get her so, over with. First of all, don't vote for her. Oh. She's Second of all, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh. <laughs> she announced that if she's elected as president, that she will establish a student loan debt forgiveness program for Pell Grant recipients. That sounds great, right? Sounds so good. Get so deeper, deeper. Student loan Dig. debt forgiveness. Oh, yes. That sounds perfect. <clears throat> but this forgiveness program for the Pell Grant recipients are for the recipients who start a business, which, okay. Okay, you, you, you get a little, you get a little gray area uh-huh. here, but okay, you want them to start a business? Okay, sure. That's not the worst thing you can say. And then she goes on to say worse. Um, uh-huh. The business that she wants these Pell Grant recipients to run has to operate for three years. 
And you might think, there, okay, girl, you're getting a little more gray because <laughs> everyone knows businesses, new businesses, they fail within, like, the first few years. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then she goes on to say that these Pell Grant recipients for this student loan debt forgiveness program that have to run the business that operates for three years have to do it in disadvantaged no. communities. <laughs> well, girl, just 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 put my application aside because it's just not going to happen. You want me to open up a business. It has to run for three years in, in a, a disadvantaged, disadvantaged community. community. Not 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 a lucrative market. Okay, a, a disadvantaged, disadvantaged community. community. That's what you want me to do, so I can get some student loan forgiveness. Girl, I'm being my day. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in more. I'm gonna be in business debt once Thank I'm out of Thank you. Like, At that point, who cares about student loan debt? <laughs> I'm in business debt. Like, what? I got a whole business. I can't even keep afloat for three right. years just to get these loans paid off. Just so I'm gonna have you. some more business debt. Like. How is it going to be possible in any way, shape, form, or fashion for you to have a business in a poor community for three years? They poor. And then follows it up with, I'm sorry, I recognize what I've done, but I just want to give the motivation to people to get out there. I'm like, no, girl. You blew it. Girl. See what happened when you have a white husband? Okay. Okay. Follow us. Follow us. On Twitter and Instagram at TBU Podcast. Send us an email. Let us know what you thought about the show. What you want to hear us talk about next week or any stories. Amen. You want us to tell. We will keep it confidential and incognito for you. Send us an email at the black umbrella pc at gmail.com we are available on your listening platforms that you be listening to us on as you soundcloud know. spotify apple music apple music soon to be more title coming soon i guess i know because people have been asking <laughs> okay but yeah yeah we love y'all stay cool and, and we love y'all and we love y'all recycle and get back under arm brother next week for some more good shit Okay, we have some exciting stuff coming for you guys, okay? Love y'all. Love you, bye. Bye. Yes.